Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Hey, welcome to the Excedra Show with Joe and Paul. I'm Chris. How you guys doing? I'm doing great. (laughs) (laughs) I am very confused. I I, I've got we're taping we're taping this the night of the NFL season opener, you know, between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's different about this game is the NFL has adopted new uniform rules. So I'm seeing Buccaneer running back Leonard Fournette. You know, in the old days of the NFL, you had to wear 20 to 49 if you're running back. But now you can wear any number. So it's weird seeing Leonard Fournette in a number seven uniform, being a running back. Um, Micah Parsons, he's a, a good rookie linebacker for the Cowboys. He's wearing 11, which is very strange. I find that confusing. How about you guys? I don't think it, I'm really concerned know. about it. I mean, I yeah. get that it seems weird, but ultimately, does it matter? I'm more concerned that they're allowing them to play without wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Those new uniform rules where <laughs> you don't have to wear pants if you don't want. I, I, okay. I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I feel like it's an everybody... awkward relationship for the quarterback in the center. Yeah. Uh, no joke. <laughs> that is the most disconcerting part of it, really. Right. Are, you, are, you, are you watching NFL games on Showtime again where you're seeing all these? <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that okay. where am I not supposed to be watching the ones on Showtime? <laughs> yes. It's okay, a... let me change the channel. It's oh, oh so it's like normal football. Yes. Oh, weird. Okay. All right. Well, well I see. Speaking of pants and football, the um, <laughs> we yeah. segue. No, oh no. my gosh! <laughs> well, look, what look, get in this. the world are we segueing into? Yeah. <laughs> We've already abandoned our show agenda. Like probably ten seconds in the podcast. Right. we're a time. full two minutes into this now. All yeah. bets are off. Yes, what are we talking about? <laughs> this is the etc. Show. No one knows what's going to happen. Well, I live here in the Columbus area, and one of the big stories is about Bishop Sycamore the team that just kind of made up a high school team and they played <laughs> IMG Academy about a week and a half ago on um, And it did ESPN. not go well. Right. It did not go well. Well, and coupled with the fact that they literally played a game two days beforehand, which is a no-no. In football, you don't play games you know, back-to-back, which they did. But it's, pants, why, why I thought about that was one of the strange things that happened during the Friday night game before the ESPN was they didn't have enough pants to go around. So, you know, say we were all on the Bishop Sycamore team, coaches like Frost, you get in for Pew, you know, so Joe's running into the game. Well, I, the guy coming out gave him 
their pants to wear during the game. So they're changing hey, pants on the sideline because they not have enough pants to go around. That's kind of great. Team and this, this wasn't a red flag for ESPN at all. <laughs> Joe, I'm very pro Bishop Sycamore. How better do you have your players you, team bonding, man? I mean, if you're sharing pants, I mean, the team get the grows closer together. Uh, I, I think all teams should share pants. It's going to be great. I think the most no. impressive thing is the mental gymnastics that you just went through in order to justify yes. the value <laughs> of team members sharing pants during a single football game. It reduces overhead costs. It certainly it. does. You're not wrong. We'll get these NFL tickets down. I mean, NFL tickets are skyrocketing. If if they share pants, maybe they'll shave a bucket. If they off. share pants, yeah. Okay, what? so the so uh, TJ Watt just got paid how much, and you're trying to save money by buying only one pair of pants for him to share <laughs> with Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, excuse me, what are we talking about here? Well, you you have to Having, have the same. Do you have an assigned pants, buddy? Well, it's got to be the same body <laughs> size. I, I mean, does it? I mean, does it? All of a sudden, you played have football. I, you have fatty high school football, and I, you have Charlie Chaplin, and they wear the same pair of pants. Uh, for those of you who did, aren't aware, that that's actually why Charlie Chaplin's pants were so big in the movies, is he was wearing Fatty Arbuckle's cost, wardrobe, uh, okay. and that's why he had the big baggy pants. Do you know how that's many useless information I have? This is the center of show. Stop judging me with your eyeballs, <laughs> Paul Yanchek. All right, this is the center show. Know, I, I can come up with the most random pieces of information for this show. I'm just flashing back the, to the when I played high school football. I don't think I washed my pants the whole season. I mean, no, no. Do you know between you have two, to wash them. That is how you also save money. Don't <laughs> wash them, but also yeah, between the them. two players, there are there's a whole biosphere of fungi in those pants. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about trying, you know, all of the the health concerns and restrictions and mask wearing and social distancing, and this team is having people wear the same pair of pants. <laughs> what are we, you what are we doing? Come on, America. Do better. You could share fungi. I mean, come on. I mean, why are you sharing fungi? <laughs> You hey. can't even breathe near people. Are you kidding me? Kids eat, kids eat their boogers. All kinds of weird stuff happens. This is your justification. Yeah. If we now, are you suggesting by extrapolating your your know, syllogism here? Is it okay to also share boogers? No, we don't share boogers. No. Oh what? no, that's too far. <laughs> That's where the line is crossed. This I mean, is a line that cannot be crossed. I'm just saying stuff happens. And yes, <laughs> you you hygiene police that like, likes to point out these things. Hey, oh my God. crap happens. Yeah, I mean, no one's going indoors sharing Speaking of guy. pants. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds weird. Pants. Also, but, during games, crap happens. And if that <laughs> happens <laughs> during a game and you're sharing pants... Okay, well... Oh my gosh, that's madness. Well, <laughs> then you're motivated to tell your friend, hey, go to the Are you kidding me? You're game. motivated to shut up about it. Are you no. new? never well, say a word? Well, if you get if you get a pants We're talking out, about the wisdom of high schoolers here, you just don't say anything and pretend it didn't okay. happen. 
Yeah, yeah, you just you just gotta find a pants buddy again. You, you've got to make sure the no. body types are lined up. You don't want to have your small. There fast would be no receiver. pants buddy. It wouldn't be assigned. Okay. You would. It wouldn't be assigned. You'd actually just have to find your own pants buddy. So what happens when everybody pairs up and you're just left by yourself? And you know, <laughs> there's yeah, a couple yeah. guys who are just not social. <laughs> we, well, uh, I'm not having a pants buddy. You have to have an even number of players on your team. The odd, it would be weird. You have to, absolutely. Uh, unless you have like a pants three. Yeah, okay, it sounds weird. Oh, now you're trying to triple up on pants? Yeah, triple Listen, up. On pants. These yeah. cost cutting <laughs> measures are just not, they're not effective. So this is, too much. is everybody else just standing there in their jock straps or what, what's. See, and guys, while you're I'm waiting trying, for you your have pants to, back, what's waiting, happening? If you're waiting for your pants, <laughs> what else are you going to do? As the season wears on, you're getting into November. It's cold outside. You know, you're playing a team in Buffalo and you're standing out there with the Bills Mafia in your jock strap waiting to go on. Somebody got a pair of pants. Does anybody have some ketchup I can smear on myself? Yeah, but this is. I mean, even in high school football, they've got to wear shorts under their pants or maybe they got sweatpants on if it's a cold day. No, they don't. They're just wearing. They can't be on the sidelines wearing jock straps. I mean, th- th- you know, I mean, that's what we're saying. <laughs> what are you okay. About? You, <laughs> well, you know how hot those pants dropping. get. Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is they're not going to sit, stand out in public, you know. I, I mean, it's, it's quickly become like this peep show or something, you know. It's a high school football <laughs> game. Yeah. They got to have Towels shorts on underneath. Towels or kilts or something. Right, but it's got to be something. <laughs> but if you can afford towels or kilts or something, why can't you just buy them a, their own pair of pants? <laughs> I mean, pretty soon you're not going to be able to allow girls in the stadium if these guys are just staying in their jock straps. I mean, they have to have shorts on underneath or something appropriate. Can't right? you just Highly duct tape some pads and sign some sweatpants or something and no, do away no, with no. the whole pants buddy system? I, I'm surprised. I Again, Bishop Sycamore is now my favorite team. I've but, you know, we have a Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. I'm like, we need to make it a Bishop Sycamore podcast. But uh, the guys with the Steelers any podcast. Mer- any merch out there? Is there yes. any merch? You can get some shirts or a jersey or something? They have a website with cool Bishop Sycamore swag. swag. Nice. They also have a Twitter account where they're bashing the local media. And I'm part of the local media. I've written some stories about Bishop Sycamore. And, like, quit telling lies. Let us tell their story. <laughs> Can you buy a pair of pants for a player? Yes. Is like a special program on the shop? Or- <laughs> a, a pants drive. <laughs> it, it is very interesting how they can't buy pants for their players, but you can buy T-shirts. It, it seems like a weird world. You know, when you have swag that you can buy saying that you're a big Bishop Sycamore fan, but the team doesn't have pants and the pants to dress each player. That makes they should do one of those things where if you buy a jersey, it pays for a pair of pants for the team. You know, sort of like mm. Bomba socks where you buy a pair and they donate a pair to like homeless shelters or whatever. Like homeless shelters, but Bishop Sycamore. Look. <laughs> well, and, and here's here's another thing too. I'm not into writing bad checks. I'm not in favor of that. But there's also a story coming out that weekend from Bishop Sycamore. I mean, you know, they're playing games in Pennsylvania on Friday. They go over to Canton for a game on Sunday. So you got to stay at hotels. You can't keep driving back to Columbus every night. Well, they allegedly wrote some bad checks for the 
rooms because obviously you're getting a number of rooms. Um, and they damaged three rooms. I don't know about you guys. I, I don't think I've ever damaged a hotel room I stayed at, but it's 250 bucks worth of damage. I mean, they must have did some big damage. And, you know, again, those two pairs of pants. Just yeah. while they're while they're practicing the pants swap, they right. ruined two hundred fifty dollars merchandise. And again, I can't believe you guys are mocking Bishop Sycamore because they're, again, they're, they're oh, I'm new. not mocking, absolutely not. Why would but, I do that? Right, why would I mock them? They're already a national mockery. Like, why do I have to mock? They've done it to themselves. They're brand new. They're my brand new favorite team. I got Bishop Sycamore swag. You have made an unwise (laughs) choice for your new favorite team. Yeah. So I, I, you guys might sit out there and say writing bad checks isn't appropriate. I I sit there and say you're teaching these kids real world what happens in the real world. So bravo to the coaches for writing bad checks. What what do you think about that? Sometimes, Sometimes in life, you got to write a bad check and just, swap pants yes. with your friend. I just don't right. even know if you know what you're saying out loud. Like I, I, <laughs> we finished this podcast, and I wonder if you ever listen back to it and are like, what in the world am I talking about? Okay, you're teaching these kids. Okay. How to write bad checks? This is what well, you want them to teach them? You make one mistake, you know what I mean? I mean, all of this in the mistakes. name of Bishop Sycamore. Like right. this, this guy, Mr. Sycamore, went out and right. became a bishop. And now right. this is how you represent him. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if he's a real bishop. So, I, am, I have questions about Mr. Sycamore. Sometimes you have to okay, be I, tough. I need to, I need to call a timeout. I, I know I'm in okay. day nine of COVID, but it is, oh, yeah. are we actually having this conversation? I, I feel like I'm like, Oh just no, we haven't been having this right conversation now. for I'm just trying to several represent... minutes. This is all part of your imagination. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to represent my guys at Bishop Sycamore, and you guys are all saying things like, uh, yeah, "Yeah, I mean, come on." We're all, we're all doing things like pointing out the obvious, right? And <laughs> and having a, at least a, a, a floor of expectations that you should rise up to. Like you should at least hit having a pair of pants for everybody on your football team. Like how I mean, dare just, we have I, I'm these thinking back to, I'm thinking back to college and you know, Joe and I are getting ready for a, a jazz band concert. And yep. I'm like, Joe, I'm up for my solo. I, I need, I, I need to borrow your pants. So he, he, he peels <laughs> off his sweaty pants and yep. I peel them on. And absolutely. Yeah. They're the solo pants, man. If you're solo, <laughs> you need the pants. I, obviously, we what happened between you guys in college worked because obviously we're still friends. We're podcasting twenty years later, but I gotta say, what would have happened if you shared pants? I mean, there's probably something that has inhibited this relationship that you guys have that mm-hmm. could be so much deeper if you shared pants in college. So That's all I'm saying. Much deeper, right? <laughs> you could have had. Let's brand it that bitch took a more friendship. If, if only know? we had swapped pants more often, right. there'd be a lot more things <laughs> that I would been? have to explain to my therapist. Like that's right. just. <laughs> and I guess you. I already have enough things I have to explain to my therapist about Paul Yanchek. Uh, <laughs> the the pants swapping thing was is not a layer that we need right now. We had enough other things to work through. Right, and I, you know. 
looking back at it, I'm self-editing myself, probably endorsing. You are? Oh my word! Right, endorsing <laughs> b- passing bad checks probably isn't a smart idea. I'm kind of self-editing, but you know, look, I'm so happy that you came around to the understanding that you shouldn't be okay. promoting people writing bad checks. But That's Bishop, great. But Bishop Sycamore is like the Robin Hood, you know, steal from the rich. They are okay. Yeah. So who what is they're the, doing who is, is the rich in this scenario? They're who passing, are they stealing from? They're passing bad checks because they knew the day after, once they got ESPN, they were going to blow up worldwide. So you have to commit a crime in passing bad checks. So you have they're to pay that. They're going to pay that hotel back <laughs> tenfold because you know they're going to become this worldwide phenomenon. You know what I mean? I like that you threw tenfold in there as if suddenly this became <laughs> biblical. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are will that. return upon you tenfold right. from on high. <laughs> you will collect the manna from the ground and you shall use it to pay back the bad yes. checks that you wrote right. to the Egyptians. It's like, it's not passing a bad check, it's like a loan. Oh. It's like you're declaring a loan, like a loan without having the money. See, they're not worried about going to the bank. They've got practices, no. Bishop Sycamore. Right. So if you're trying to apply for a loan and go for that process, that takes time. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're saying, mm-hmm. I declare, mm-hmm. okay. Hey, Are they declaring bankruptcy? No. <laughs> I, declare I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> I didn't what? say it. I declared it. I didn't say bankruptcy. Yeah. What's... I declared it. I don't know much about Bishop Sycamore, but I, I'm assuming he's <laughs> a... your favorite team. You know what? everything about them. No. The great Bishop Sycamore that we're the great. The great you mean rel- the actual Bishop Sycamore? Like, yes, the religious yeah, the, leader, the, the original religious leader, right. Mr. Sycamore. I would imagine he, he was like a prosperity theologist guy. Oh, so okay, he's kind of naming it and claiming it. So he's saying, <laughs> players, name. Oh man, write that bad check, claim it, and then you'll be able to pay it back once you guys blow up big time. I don't know who Bishop Sycamore is, but he is spinning in his grave right now. I, I'm not even sure if there is a bishop sycamore. I don't even know if you. he's dead. Even if right. he's not I, dead, I'm looking that he, up. Has, he has dug a hole and is spinning in it right now. Okay, but it's the spirit of this bishop sycamore. I mean, we're you we're know, now haunted by the ghost of Bishop Sycamore. No, it's we made him <laughs> up in my, our minds, and he's kind of influenced our actions. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. It's it, it's kind of very out there, but it, no, it's good. So Bishop Sycamore has combined. Spiritual, football, life lessons. Mm. My goodness. I mean, you could say that about any other team. I mean, they're the true heroes, Bishop Sycamore. I, 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 Definitely not the Buffalo Bills, tell you that. Right, right. right. And, and we, talk, we talked about a podcast that's coming out later this week. But, man, what, what a group of great guys. Great job. <sighs> um, trying to think of what else we learned about Bishop Sycamore. I don't um, know anything about Bishop Sycamore. Oh no, we've had literally. Time. I don't. Uh, I mean, I know people have been talking about it for a long time. No, I, 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 but uh, yeah, I, I don't know anything more than they played that game. Everything seems really weird, and then that coach got fired. That's all I really know. But see, here's the other weird thing: you guys went to college at Malone for a couple of years. I certainly did. You, I'm sure you've seen scores <laughs> of high school football games. Right after oh, I graduated Malone, one yeah. or two. I covered high school football. Yeah, 58 nothing's a blowout, but I covered a 73 nothing game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're picking on poor Bishop Sycamore. I mean, they're 
they're a new team, just a bunch of strapping guys that you know they're trying to make their name for themselves. You know, they're uh, you said well, strapping say, guys, but what you, what you meant was pants swapping guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pants swapping game, gentlemen. <laughs> If, if there was an actual Bishop Sycamore, he has been drowned to Google because of the okay. school. We may Aww. never know. Oh, right. The real story. I want to work on a bio, a biopic of the true story behind his, Bishop his, Sycamore. I'm going to make a musical out of it. His story. A hip hop musical about Bishop Sy- Sycamore. His story lives on in the heart and souls of the the Bishop Sycamore football team. I the th- the pan swapping young men of the yeah. Bishop Sycamore football team. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm looking at the Buccaneers Cowboys game right now. I'm, so I'm not sorry. seeing I'm not seeing any pan swapping going on. And I'm, you know, we're and they call out. them professional football players. Everybody <laughs> has their own pants. Yes. What is this? What is this? This is not not the way football was meant to be played. Uh, They're they're (laughs) icons. They're heroes. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know why we're criticizing Bishop Sycamore. I think they're they're men we shall live our lives after. I I mean, you know, I don't know. I think it's good. And bravo ESPN for featuring those young men and their spirit and their stories. Did anybody get fired at ESPN for doing this? They they blame the production company. I mean, you know, it's it's part of what makes our world great. We just blame other people, and you know, we get off. I I don't know. It, it's fun. Well, all right. Uh, I wasn't expecting us to go there, but I enjoyed it. It was a fun ride. Um, let's talk. Uh, this is this is about a week old, but I thought this was interesting. The FTC is it the FTC or SEC? The SEC is a football conference, right? Yes, it is. Who's investigating? Uh, we're, we're investigating FTC, ice cream now, right? The Federal Trade Commission. Okay. You would think, and there's a lot going on here in the world right now. I mean, COVID's affected a lot of our lives and everything. You know, but I think the FTC, hey, I'm, I'm going to use the word heroes again. I mean, they're like, you know, Bishop Sycamore. I'll tell you, having young kids, this ice cream situation, when you go to McDonald's and they say, hey, we're out of ice cream, you know, my nine-year-old starts crying baseball-sized tears. My 14-year-old's like, oh, what's going on here? You know, we got to start investigating this stuff. I'm all for the investigation. What about you guys? What do you think? I, I've heard it's code for we're cleaning the ice cream machine. Right. Yes. They just don't want to like say, yeah, they don't want to. We're just cleaning. Uh, and I also have come to understand that the process of cleaning one of those machines is very intricate and can actually take up to four hours to clean yeah, it. Yeah, but that sounds very. That sounds very. It does. It sounds. It sounds very. But I think it, that's what. Uh... <laughs> that's really what the problem is: is that it's yeah, a very that's... complex machine to make ice cream in a particular way, and when you do have to clean it pretty regularly, and when you clean it, it's a four-hour process. I think we need to investigate, and we need that they do every day. 
we we need to investigate and bring these people to justice. And if we have to start, what what kind of justice are you <laughs> suggesting? If we need to start imprisoning, I don't disagree, but okay. I am interested to know what type of justice you Texas think is appropriate. Texas <laughs> yeah. justice. Well, I'll answer your question. I think we need to start imprisoning and beating sixteen-year-olds oh. oh with canes. <laughs> what? That are, yes. Well, these sixteen-year-olds. <laughs> They're all snotty. They all think they know better than you do. So you're taking your can, kid. Can and- I also suggest that the probability of why <laughs> it takes four hours to clean is that it is being done by a kid what we're paying minimum wage to clean this machine? Well, we got a minimum wage that is not appropriate for okay. anything, by the okay. way. All right, but... That's why it's taking four hours to clean. I, I don't care how the <laughs> juice is made. I want the juice to be made. I want changes to happen. And you so know, it's okay if the juice is made by uh, by sweatshop workers in a in you know some country far <laughs> well, far away, possibly by children. Pants. That's okay. Right. Sharing pants for a shift. Okay. Hey, hey <laughs> it's, it's my turn to make the juice. I need the pants. <laughs> During war, when you attack a Juice country... Juice-making pants. Well, look here. Well, let me say this. If we're at war and we attack a country, there's sacrifices that have to be made. I, I'm oh, not, my gosh. I'm not in favor of doing <laughs> horrible things. You just... You can't sit there. So I guess one thing is... When we're at war, sacrifices have right. to be made. Now, I'm not suggesting bad things happen. Okay. Right. But let's see what happens is... <laughs> Joe's like, oh, we need to go after the corporate McDonald's. That's what, what I have to think. Okay. And what I'm saying is corporate McDonald's <laughs> has a lot of lawyer fees and money. And, oh, yeah. You know, they're, they're going to excuse this. Maybe they'll get a year of probation. But mm-hmm. if you start going after the workers, that's going to get action. Uh, people are going to see these pictures of 16-year-olds getting arrested caned, you know, in public and other stuff. And they're going to say, hey, something needs to happen. (laughs) Uh We need to to show examples of this happening, and then we'll get our ice cream machine fixed. Okay, wait. Okay, so the minimum wage teenager who is taking four hours to clean the machine, you are hauling them out of the restaurant (laughs) and caning them in public. And in your mind... Ultimately, hey. this will help me get my ice cream faster. Hey, I'm not at making th- at that point. Now, who's cleaning the machine? I'm not making any political comments. You, you can make you can okay. make your political comments what the minimum wage can be. You know, okay. if you want. All but right. What I'm saying is the rule allows for you. You know, they're following the rules, saying, "Hey, here's the money we're able to pay." Okay. And, and what I'm saying is, you, I. I'm not making comments on minimum wage. I'm just saying I want this ice cream to be oh, ready. I'm, I'm and, not trying to say make a comment about minimum wage, right. frankly. But but but, but you're, you're dragging somebody out into the street and publicly caning them, right. thinking <laughs> that this means I'm going to get my ice cream faster. This is not the way to get my McFlurry. Now the person has been caned. We've had it's to- not, they're not going to work faster. This has happened for 30 years. Maybe instead years. of caning, what Maybe if they just clean the ice cream machine during breakfast hours instead of late afternoon, disagree. evening, and then I, nobody I has to get caned? I don't disagree with that. 
But yeah, but what I'm saying is this problem's happened for 35 years. He Think about work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not the painting has not been happening. Right. The well, problem with the ice cream machine. Gotcha. Okay, now I'm there. When, when little Chris was in the backseat going, Mom, Dad, get me ice cream. And we go for McDonald's and say, oh, our ice machine screen machine is broken okay think about yourself at work you know we're all working I our jobs always think about myself at work right so what i'm saying is okay we can all screw up once i mean mm-hmm. it happens unless oh, yeah. you do something that's going to kill somebody you know okay. one screw up's right. right can you imagine if you made that same screw up for 35 years in a row i, I am living that right now right i make the same mistakes <laughs> over and over and over and over again if now okay i have a question okay uh, do you remember in the past this being such a repetitive problem that no. you could not get your ice cream from a McDonald's? I do not remember this being a problem really even just a couple of years ago, like I, uh, 10 years ago or something, I would say. I don't remember this being such a consistent problem. I don't know what's oh. changed. But within the past couple of years, I've noticed that this is far more of a problem than it ever was. Like when I was growing up, I don't, I don't ever yep. remember them being out of ice cream or the machine being down or whatever. I, I, I think we need to expand our investigation then because when I was a young child, uh, I went to a pizza hut. I was a finicky eater. I only wanted to eat pizza. So I'm like, man, we're at pizza hut. They came out and said, hey, Pew family, we're out of pizza. I'm like, whoa, what's pizza going Hunt on? Yes. Now that happened <laughs> once at a random Pizza Hut, but that made me mad too. So maybe you're right. Maybe this has only happened for a couple of years, not to 35 and just made up and threw out there, you know, for my evidence. But, you know, <laughs> we've got to investigate these other places. And you might be out there saying, well, isn't there COVID going on? You know, we've got to investigate it, you know. Paul's going through some stuff, and yeah, we want Paul to get better and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to put aside these petty issues like COVID and other stuff, and we really need to attack the if you serve a certain food, you better have that food ready. I mean, Pizza Hut, if you have pizza on your sign, let's get that pizza ready. <laughs> let's put aside these petty things like COVID. <laughs> Shut down for like eighteen months, and he's all like, "Let's just put aside this petty thing like COVID." (laughs) And what that's brought out is, I I go to Wendy's and half the menu is crossed out. Oh, we don't have (laughs) hamburgers anymore. I'm like, "Bull crap! You're Wendy's. You know, go go store and buy some hamburgers or something." Come Uh, on, this was long before any of this pandemic stuff. But I do remember once going to a Burger King. Burger King. There are two words that are part of this. There are two (laughs) things that must exist in a Burger King. One of them is burgers. They were out of hamburgers. How can you be a Burger King if you have no hamburgers? Now you're just a king. Just regular old king. No, you're burger peasant at that point. uh, Right? You are burger peasant or burger orphan or something along those lines. You you have nothing. You are you are you are burger, burger jester. Burger jester. Yes. I, I think in this I think this was pre-COVID. Let's pick it up and say it was. I remember going up to Arby's without roast beef. I'm like, what, what the heck? And, and what is you, even the point of view now? Well, if you if Arby's has no roast beef. Well, and you talk, you talk about revolution. I, I think it's actually in some social contracts to help make our country. 
where that says, hey, you shouldn't commit revolution by every little grievance you have, but there's certain mm-hmm. times when throughout the rule book, it's revolution time. And if I remember right, one of the instances was if there's no roast beef at Arby's, you know, mm-hmm. you know just go crazy. Go commit revolution. That's, that's right. in one of the bylaws somewhere. That's yeah. in a, <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely under glass somewhere. It's like right. Arby's shalt have roast right. beefs. And if there's not, it's on. You know, just go. Yeah, but they have the, they have the meat, so there's so many other options you could pick from. Yeah, but you got yeah. Is there, is there other options really? What they are the have other the options? meats? It's like Aldi says all the cheeses, so Arby's has like they, all the meats. Yeah, but I always kind of viewed that as you know similar to them saying they have the meats like it's all unidentifiable meat it's like byproduct meat byproduct <laughs> right i i actually honestly thought it was we have the m e e t s like the places for you to meet but we want to we be have the, like google meet <laughs> we <laughs> have the meats it's a place to do business they got we chicken the not good chicken but they have chicken they have <laughs> They have chicken in quotation marks. But we want the animal byproduct. We desire the animal byproduct. Mm. Darn it, we're Americans. You can really taste the byproduct. We need the animal byproduct. We need these foods that are going to drive our life expectancy down by luck. It's the American way. I just, I also used to think that, I used to laugh at imagining that it's like we have the meat sweats. Yes. Like, It's like that's the that's the shortened like street phrase for meat sweats is we have the meats. <laughs> like, oh, you may not want to come in right now because we've got the meats. <laughs> well, it, it's it's actually humorous when we have these conspiracy theories going that uh, we're trying to kill off the population with you know uh, COVID vaccines. Oh, and again, it's happening. I have the meats. Well, right. And again, these are conspiracy <laughs> theories that are wrong, but the people who yell about these conspiracy theories are eating 500 hamburgers a day, which is killing them off. And, you know, uh, they're yeah, they're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't appreciate this. And they're all eating all this stuff. So. Right. Exactly. Right. So I don't know. I mean, again, I'm, you know, hey, this is my time to be goofy. So if you don't understand that by now, I'm just saying ridiculous things get pulled into the laugh. I don't really mm-hmm. think some of these things. But <laughs> I, I do think something needs to be done. I mean, COVID's serious. I, I guess this food stuff isn't more also, COVID, also but... serious is if you have the meats. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I'm a parent. I don't want to disappoint my kid. You guys don't want to disappoint your kids. I, I think I my mean, whole goal as a parent is to avoid my kids having the meats. How happy <laughs> do your kids get? I mean, I got a nine-year-old, a sweetheart, special needs. When I can tell her, hey, babe, we are going to get ice cream. Her face brightens. Thank you, Daddy, and everything. And, man, when I go through that ice cream thing and, you know, I hear this, oh, we're... It doesn't work. I mean, do you not have a Dairy Queen? <laughs> I was just gonna add. That was oh. my follow up. And so, so at that point, <laughs> are you just done? Like, if the if you've gone through the 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 Mickey D's, you've gone for the Scottish cuisine, and uh, and they don't have anything. They don't have the ice cream. Are you just done? You've done all you can do. <laughs> I will answer that. Dairy Queen is freaking expensive. I can't get out it Dairy really Queen. Is. I'm not even eating that much of Dairy Queen. And like with our whole family, we're paying 20 bucks for like ice cream. It's just ridiculous. 
I have yeah. I have five kids, dude. I oh mean, yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm like I'm putting out a second <laughs> mortgage just to get oh. lizards. <laughs> and get this, and if my my wife's busy a score tonight, so she she can't come down. But I would drag her down and say, "Hey, she once took my daughter to Baskin Robbins, which is like ten times the price of McDonald's." Oh and yeah, it's like now, actual gold flecks yeah. that are in that ice cream or something. And now my daughter doesn't want anywhere else. Yeah, I'm like ice cream. She's like Baskin Robbins. I'm like no, like made from sacred <laughs> cows. Ice cream cone, and you'll enjoy it. No, Baskin Robbins, and oh, it's, it's very troubling. We realized a long time ago that any of the places that you would stop and get the drive-through, uh, anything like ice cream or whatever, um, other than the dollar Frosties, which are very small, but they are only a dollar. Uh, yeah. Any other place for the amount of people in my house? Yes, they're very wee. They're like a shot glass of frosty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the amount of people that we have to pay for to get ice cream, we just go through the Kroger and get that big party tub. You know, so we have like thirty or forty of those tubs <laughs> around because it's more <laughs> cost effective to go and get through get one of those things for just a couple bucks. Okay. And it and it feeds everybody. Like but but we're we wouldn't be deterred. Like if a if we went to a McDonald's and they were just, sh- just shut down, it's like, well, we're just gonna go to the grocery store and get a big tub and it'll yeah. cost the same as it would have cost to uh to get my family of hundred and fifty three people uh ice cream cones from the the Scottish place. And I think and that's true, but I think in our COVID era, it's easier to go for that drive-thru, you know. Yeah, oh, you're right. Sure. If you go to the grocery store, you can buy a, a billion ice cream cones for a buck. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. One no, billion. It's, it's difficult to transport them, but. Yes. One billion. <laughs> and your kids balloon once a, oh, a billion oh, ice cream cones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, everybody's like, you want to make sure you feed your kids so they grow. Well, they've grown. <laughs> it's mostly out sideways. Not really much taller. <laughs> I now I think an objection that if you, we could raise if you listen to this is if you trust government, it's going to be a huge investigation. It's going to take ten years. What's going to happen from this? So I I'd say let's make the investigation simple. We can solve it tonight. If you have something, if you don't have something, take it off your sign. Like if McDonald's is one of the ice cream machines that work that work again. So we don't have to start caning kids in the streets, uh, you know, the minimum wage ice cream workers that you know Joe's <laughs> talking about. Let's really just sit there and say, hey, if you don't have an ice cream, just stop putting ice cream on your menu. You know, if Wendy's doesn't want to start selling hamburgers anymore, then just say, hey, we're the Wendy's of hot hamburgers, you know? If Pizza Hut doesn't want to stock pizza anymore, then call it Hut or something, you know? I mean, come on. <laughs> Does that solve all the problems? Constant rebranding would be problematic, I would imagine. Right. Uh, what was it? A couple of years ago, the uh, the International House of Pancakes decided to make a push to advertise the the uh, the fact that they have hamburgers on the menu, and right. so they tried to like they 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 advertised as if they were changing the name of I IHOP to IHOB mm. because it's now the International House of Burgers. And that was the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. Right. And obviously yeah, they were they were joking, but it did not make me want to go get a hamburger there. 
Well, you don't. And have I to... also did stop going getting pancakes there too. You don't necessarily have to change your name. I, I think there needs to be a requirement that maybe you know they take ads on every newspaper, every TV station across the land, saying, "Hey, we don't offer ice cream anymore. You know, we can't. We don't know how to clean our machines, so we're just going to drop ice cream." You know. <laughs> Make it, it's got to be a public announcement. You know? well. <laughs> yes. We just don't know. So we give right. up. We're not going to do a, a training. We're not going right. to talk to anybody. We're not going to like Google it. We're just going to give well, up. What, why does Burger King never have a machine down scenario? I mean, Wendy's because never nobody, over. Our frosty machine is their, down. Nobody wants their ice cream. That's <laughs> Well, no, I actually have run into a frosty machine being down. That that has happened. Really? Yeah. Wow. But it but it doesn't happen to the same scale. From what I understand, that the McDonald the process of of preparing and cleaning and repairing a a McDonald's machine is very complicated. It takes four yeah. hours once you shut it down. Like you have to shut it down. It has to the temperature of it has to change because it's been ice cold. So you have to wait until the machine warms up. Then you have to rinse it. Then you have to pull all the parts out. Like it's just a a process that takes four hours. It's not even somebody being dumb about it. It just takes a lot of time. And then once you put everything back together, the everything has to cool down in order for the ice cream to actually be frozen. So it's a four hour thing. And if you if somebody makes the wise decision to try to clean it during the middle of the day when it gets hot, uh. Boom, you're done. And everybody gets really frustrated because their super cheap ice cream is not available. If you have a half hour to kill one of these days, uh, check out, and I'm looking at the video now. It's by a guy by the name of Johnny Harris. He claims to be some investigative reporter, but the video is called The Real Reason McDonald's Ice Cream Machines Are Down. And his take, now I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if Johnny's making stuff up or not, but he's claiming that. Everybody uses the same ice cream machine, but there's some cabal against McDonald's where they clean them differently and they shouldn't. So McDonald's franchises are getting screwed by the place that owns the ice cream machine. It's crazy stuff. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but it was entertaining viewing. So I don't know. If you got time. If you have time, if you have the half hour where, even though I'm like, hey, you, you know, really I really want to get to the bottom. Of it. And frankly, you've already burned 40 minutes listening to us complain about it. Right. So you had a half hour before you listened to our podcast. Well, but we didn't just complain about it. We, I extolled the virtues of Bishop Sycamore. And I pretty much said I am. And a, a, a regular habitual right. attitude of pants swapping. Right. I am. <laughs> And beating of sixteen-year-old McDonald's beating workers. Right. <laughs> Public caning is the <laughs> only appropriate punishment for I ice cream the, machines being down. Right, and I'm not just a fan of Bishop Sycamore, but I'm I'm living the life of Bishop Sycamore. You You're know living I mean? the life. Yeah, it, it's a lifestyle. It's, <laughs> it's a, a lifestyle now. <laughs> it's a way of life. It's a attitude. <laughs> three yes, different course. ways that your life is different now that you've adopted the bishop. <laughs> Sycamore lifestyle? Um, I've said Bishop Sycamore a lot more than I've had two weeks ago. He's writing bad okay, checks I on the regular. Just yes, to, yes. for a comparison, how many times had you said Bishop Sycamore <laughs> before two weeks ago? In succession. Not the word Bishop and the word Sycamore, but like connected in this way. 
Oh, was there no. ever a time that you actually said Bishop Sycamore? Never. <laughs> so it's, see, a, it's fully a, more than 100% jump in the right. amount of times you said Bishop Sycamore. But it's not a cult or anything. It's just, you know, you it's say, not? Hey. No, it's not. It's all you talk about anymore. I'm not praying. <laughs> I got to say, from somebody who's outside of the Bishop Sycamore life that you're right. leading now, I'm concerned that you've joined a cult. It's not a cult. It's just a team. It's like the Steelers. We like the Steelers. It's not That's a cult. What a cult it's member just would say. a group that gets right. together. We sing songs. We yeah. worship a new leader and, right. you know, try to get as many new disciples as possible. Why is that a cult? We, we break some laws. I mean, come on. You know, it, it happens. You know, you know right. we, we get into public caning. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of <laughs> pants swapping. You know, just the lifestyle. Like uh, a normal <laughs> religious group, isn't uh, that Catholicism really? Like, but and they talked about us all living in a compound together. Oh yeah, Waco, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's it seems something a about unusual. drinking Kool Aid, but I haven't gotten to that level yet. <laughs> That's next week. <laughs> the leader will tailgating at the next at next week's game. <laughs> yeah. The, the leader says my wife uh, has to sleep in his room. I don't know, what's going uh, I, I mean, I don't know what that means, but that's it's, whatever, you know. <laughs> it's took a turn. Uh, All right. So, but if so, if you're looking for a cult, right? If you're uh, looking for a cult, <laughs> right? And, and we find okay. that just just uh, tweet Chris right uh, <laughs> about the new cult. It's not a cult. Come on, it's, hashtag cult of, of right. Bishop Sycamore. And we find that when people Google where to find a cult, our show comes up. So that's how it is. Well, that's just because we've, you know, done right. all of the Google analytics right. so that our website comes up first. Definitely. Definitely. That's good. Well, let's end up with this. I mean, we were originally starting to talk about this. There was a British study <laughs> saying, and let me look at the exact figures. Uh, they were saying that... <coughs> um, you know, Brits are spending over 100 days of their lives watching what TV shows and films to watch. So they're, they're trying to figure out what these shows are. So instead of watching the shows, they're, they're kind of scrolling through choices and everything, and they're trying to figure out what's best. Now, everyone could say, man, you wasted your life doing that. How dare you? And you can make, you know, start preaching about, hey, spend time with your families or anything. I think these Brits are very smart, intelligent people. Because part of watching TV is choosing what to watch. We have so many choices now. Part of the fun of watching TV is going through and seeing what's available on your TV. It helps you make better choices. It's fun. So I, I think these Brits are heroes. The Brits get a bad reputation. <laughs> I, I, I use heroes with every story now. But no, he yeah, he heroes Brits. is pretty specific. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. dishing that out a little too flippantly. Everyone's got a hero. One big scoop you're using there for to, to dish that out. Uh, I'm thinking about how much time I have spent scrolling through, trying to find a show, watching previews on streaming things, or just clicking channels and scrolling through. And I, I think I've wasted 100 days just during the pandemic. Not even right. lifetime <laughs> long. Like I have to have spent cl at least close to a hundred days of my life during that's, the pandemic just scrolling. But look at this way: whatever service you have, 
you know, you know, they're all like, hey, we have 10 billion movies on Netflix or whatever. Well, you're never going to know unless you look through it. So it's kind of your way of you, checking you out the content. You make that claim, and I say prove it. Yeah. So you're sitting there going <laughs> one, two, three, and 100 hours later, you're And then you take off your and shoes, leave. and you're right. like, I, I know there's at least 20 on here. Yeah. <laughs> or 19, in Chris's case. I am actually get off my lawn guy. I miss the days of three networks. <laughs> um, you know... Do you I, miss getting up and changing the channel on the physical television? I do, too. Does darn remotes... Do you, you, know, do you miss moving the rabbit ears? Well, here's what <laughs> made me think about that. My daughter, and I love her to death. She has special needs, so she has very specific tastes. She's a fan of the elevator, so she starts yelling. When we have YouTube on our big TV, she's like, elevator show or whatever. So there's actually this chain of YouTube videos where... You can watch elevators go up and down. It's very weird. It's very bizarre, strange type of stuff. So mm-hmm. she wants to watch it. I'm like, you young punk, back in my day, we had ABC, NBC, CBS, and that was it. You know, if it wasn't on there, you wouldn't have it. You know, you had to go to the elevator to see elevator. You couldn't handpick a bunch of stuff on TV. So that's where I'm wasn't, at. Anymore. Wasn't that a show on CBS back in the day where they were just watching elevator? I don't know. See? Mm. And what world we live in today? I mean, you can pretty much watch anything on YouTube, anything you like or are obsessed so by. Speaking or of, of, of unusual things that you can watch on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, and that actually are on a kind of network television. Bill's Mafia. Uh, there was a... Bill's Mafia. Uh, <laughs> there, is, uh, there was a, a show put on the air on Norwegian television. Ooh. Okay, and it was called Norwegian Slow TV, okay. and they would put on extended programming of a constant shot of something that was happening very slowly. For example, hmm. a camera that's on the front of a train that's just going through like the wilderness. Okay, it's or on the top of a boat, and it's just going up river or along the coast. Okay, and it's like you can just watch it, and it's it's intended to just be very calming, almost like watching a fireplace at Christmas time. It's just intended to be not advertising, not bad news or sitcoms or whatever else. You just put this on, and it's just this calming shot of very long, like up to three, four, eight hours. Of one shot of a river boat going up a river. Okay, I, I can get it. Into that. May, it may be as calming as watching an elevator. I'm okay. also a big fan of watching a lot of YouTube videos of stuff getting crushed in, uh, uh, like a car crusher okay. or real industrial shredders, where you can put like a whole bicycle in them. And the industrial shredder will just tear it apart, or they throw a bunch of tennis balls in there, or whatever it would be. Oh my gosh, I don't know what's wrong with me psychologically, but those are the most calming things watching an industrial shredder pull apart some piece of metal. It's amazing. We've well, got one to- of the greatest shows oh. ever you can watch on YouTube, also a British show, Taskmaster. New season about to start. Fantastic television. What is this? It's 
it's basically a game show where you've got five comedians that do all these different tasks from the taskmaster and whoever does it most successfully gets points, but there's all kinds of ways you can try to, they're given instructions and sometimes they're purposely vague. So you can kind of be creative and it's, it's just fantastic. Taskmaster. I'm going to have to check that out. Yes. The British version, make sure it's the British version. Well, that's true of almost anything, really. If there are diff- multiple yes. versions, the one you want to find is the British version. I think what we need to do, and let's still podcast, or we'll do our sewage podcast, etc. show, but we've got to find a YouTube channel that we can get a billion subscribers to, because it's amazing. If you get more than, I think it's like a 1,000 or 10,000, you can start monetizing it. And these guys make tremendous amounts of money. Uh, I had on the podcast to do of Craig Schaub, uh, Brooks Holt. He used to be a Christian music drummer. Now he plays miniature golf with his girlfriend. And they had like, oh, he had a couple hundred thousand uh, followers. And he makes a full-time pay on the money from the ads for that show. And it's not ads that he's selling. It's just the YouTube ads that run incessantly right. when you're watching YouTube videos. It's, it's ridiculous. Um have you heard of this guy? I just started watching his videos a couple of days ago. Mr. Beast? No. It's this kind of 20, 30-something guy. And he does really goofy, like, hey, my friends and I are going to stay in the prison for 50 hours. Look at all the silliness we caused. But now, because he has 68 million followers, it's ridiculous how many followers he has, he makes so much money from YouTube, he's having game shows where he gives away $100,000 for a tag game and stuff. And the thought is, if you subscribe to him on YouTube, he might invite you out for a game, and you can win a bunch of money for doing really ridiculous stuff. So I don't know. I mean, kind of. So we have to find some niche. And we got a niche here talking about goofy stuff on Xenera and the Steelers on Pittsburgh Steelers. But we've got to, I don't know, do miniature golf or play cornhole or something that, you know, we get a lot of followers for. It's crazy how much money you can make off that I think one of the issues we need to wrestle with is we need a fourth member of this show who's a lot more attractive than the average of the three of us. I think that would probably be our missing link. What are you saying? (laughs) I'm saying we could... We, it wouldn't hurt I, to have an upgrade. You're saying that this <laughs> other person would be the missing link? I think that's at least one of the three of us. <laughs> is, or is the missing link. <laughs> Maybe we just get our wives <laughs> on the YouTube channel. Maybe that'll attract more people than us, you know, in terms of looks. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm for that. I, mean, I don't have to be on the YouTube channel. I just want, I just so, want the money from it. I yeah, don't really yeah. want to... <laughs> Oh, Being a content for- creator, I think, is overrated. Right. I want to be the person who makes money off of the concrete content creator. That's that's the job for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll upload the video. I'll I'll post on YouTube or whatever. Why not? I mean, yeah, I don't be- want to do that part either. I just want to be the the person that makes money. Okay. What we should do is connect with Rhett and Link, and we could be Good Mythical Evening. They could do Good really? Mythical Morning. We'll have Good Mythical Evening. Okay. Nice. Just piggyback mm-hmm. on them. Sure. I mean, all the heavy lifting is done, right? Okay. Yeah. 
I was on this huge cornhole kick last year. I mean, we I'm actually sorry. had, and this is like old school. I'm sorry, podcasts. did you take some medication for it or something? How'd you, how'd you beat that? One of the craziest podcasts we did. 12 step program. We used to be video only before he we came some children. <laughs> when we when we started the podcast before we um, met Anchor, which you hear the ad for before each podcast, uh, we were doing a YouTube only show, which is weird doing a podcast on YouTube. We had like a cornhole tournament. We had this professional cornhole player on, and we were all playing cornhole in each of our respective houses, which was fun. Please tell so, me that you beat this professional cornhole oh, player. No. Heck, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's like, I'm 50 feet back, and he's making every shot. And in my, you know, my basement, I'm in here right now. I don't have room to back up 50 feet. And I'm missing shots from like 10 feet away and everything. It, it was ridiculous. But, yeah, so maybe if I come up with like a – how to play cornhole channel or, or the worst cornhole play in the world or something like that. Uh, there's a really popular channel with this guy who just mows lawns and the channel is videos <laughs> of him mowing lawns, which is very strange. So I could imagine. Uh, I think ultimately we, we need to start eating disgusting things. Oh what no, 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 no. <laughs> I would Did I mention no. Cause no. I would I'm produce really that. Board with this. I wouldn't participate in it, but I would produce it. Like, I'll upload the video. Yeah. I'm, again, I, I'm happy this. to make money off of that, but I'm right. not doing the actual part of it where I eat the things. No, thank yeah. you. Well, this Mr. Beast guy, it was weird. He's got goofy friends, and they were challenging Joey Chestnut to a pizza eating contest. It was ridiculous. Like, they each tried to eat six pounds of pizza. And Joey Chestnut, you know, he's a world record hot dog eater. He beat the Mr. Beast and his friends. And it, the guy with a, ate, with a cane, he beat them. Yes. <laughs> well, the guy <laughs> ate six pounds of pizza. They weighed him beforehand and afterhand. And apparently, Joey Chestnut gained 20 pounds. And apparently, he <sighs> fluctuates some weight and everything. I'm sitting here like, wow, this is ridiculous. I don't know. How do you eat six pounds of something? Or whatever, and gain twenty pounds. I think it's the water. Because I'm, not for a, some... I'm not a mathematician. Well, <laughs> you get bloated. You, you have to drink a lot of water to make the food uh, go down. And right. water's good to drink. Drink more water, everybody. But when you drink a lot of water, but not when you're eating six pounds of pizza. Right, cause... right. It just bloats your yeah. your stomach. Which, yeah, it was very yeah. very horrifying. Again, going back to the the Brits, there's a, a British competitive eater on YouTube, and he actually does he has a, some interesting videos just about the the preparation for these competitions, the after effect of the competitions. Oh, Very fascinating. No, 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 it's no, 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 more no. involved than just shoveling food down your throat. Tap out. I don't want to know about the process of what happens after. <laughs> oh yeah, it's tough. Well, I think That's what, weird and gross. <laughs> There's nothing grosser and more bizarre than wet bread. And, you know, Joey Chestnut, uh, his stick is, you know, you wonder, like, he, he would eat what was like 70 hot dogs in 10 minutes. You're like, how do you do that? Well, you dunk the whole thing in water. And yeah. wet bread just sounds, it, it sounds awful. I'm sure it tastes ridiculously bad. And it just, it's crazy. So, breaking news Tom Brady's now losing. Oh, the Cowboys hit the field goal. Okay. Yeah, very good. So, yay! Yeah, we're, we're taping this. We usually tape these things on Wednesday. Had a little bit of a family situation last night that 
got taken care of, which is good, but it just made it for interesting last night. So we're actually taping this Thursday, opening night of NFL football, and the Super Bowl champs might go down. I don't know. So very fast. Good. They should go down. All right. <laughs> Anything else we want to bring up on this on this entertaining, informative half hour or hour? Very good. The awkward silence tells me that I think we're about done. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think there, I think there's a fear of what what depths you could take yeah. us down next. So it's, yeah, it's, to to bring up another topic means probably another half hour. Right. So, <laughs> we're not going to get in and out of anything in the next minute, so we should probably just go ahead and wrap it up. Well, let me promo a couple things real quick. Um, we've had. Oh, man. A lot of shows that I need to upload, if not tonight, in the near future. Uh, George Thomas we have from the Acrobica Journal. Uh, George talks movies of Craig later in the week. And have fun talking to George about him covering the Browns and everything. It was great. Have you guys checked out American Crime Story yet? The first season had the OJ mm-hmm. story. Second season had the Menendez I did brothers. watch the OJ one. Yeah. Wasn't I watched that the OJ one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ross was playing in the, one of the Kardashians. Oh, it was it was excellent TV. Well, uh, they debuted last night, the third season. It's the Clinton Lewinsky story. Lots of weird um, cast choices. Sarah Paulson, who Paul, you might remember, uh, she played Marsha Clark in the OJ um, America's American Crime Story. <laughs> Sarah Paulson came back to play Linda Tripp, which I thought was kind of weird. But it was all right. And they have Clive Owen, a British guy, playing Bill Clinton. So Clinton had a little bit of a British accent in the show, which I thought was strange. <laughs> but, as, but Joe, you got to start watching American Crime Story. It's I have a fun. Okay. Oh, uh, they, take the, <laughs> they take these tabloid books written about history and they present the story based on the tabloid book. It's trashy, it's fun. It's what America's all about. It's great. So, yeah, I talked to George about that. George got very mad that I was watching American Crime Story. It was, it was fun. Uh, George gets fired up easy. It's good just to make – it's good to poke the bear. That's what happens here. I just poke him, and he responds. He gets mad at me. It's fun. I, I told him about liking Big Brother, and he almost hung up on me. It was, it was a great podcast. It was wonderful. Um <laughs> Uh, and uh, what else do we uh, talk to? Oh, Sharita Gauthier, um, long-time writer of the Canton Apostolate. She does a lot of great things about race issues as well as uh, religion. Uh, so check that out. We talked to her. Uh, Frazier, what a depressing show. Death Becomes Him. We analyzed that episode where a doctor about Frazier's age dies and Frazier freaks out the rest of the episode trying to figure out, is he going to die young too? So. Uh, lots of good stuff happening. And oh, Steelers podcast. It took a turn, guys. Uh, I'm excited about this turn. Uh, we were talking about some stuff from Steelers history that we liked, and we like the Steelers. It's fun to do that. But the season started on Sunday. Steelers go to Buffalo to play the Bills. And we figured out what better thing that we could do as a men of faith than to rip the city of Buffalo and rip the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. So our Steelers Power Half Hour, you can find out behind com has all that stuff. So very good. Um, 
Joe, I know you're busy with a new job. Congratulations again. Woohoo. What's that? What's happening in your life? Um, can we follow you at your job? <laughs> Is there... no. no, that probably shouldn't be happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Is that going well so far? Uh, so far, yeah. I mean, okay. it's a it's still a new situation, and I have a lot to learn about how this specific school functions. It's a sort of a special program within a public school system, so it doesn't really function the way that most public schools operate, since it's an arts-focused school. Uh, and so I have a lot to learn about how everything works before I can then start being the person who advocates for positive change or, you know, adjustments to the to the process if i don't know how it works then i'm probably suggesting something that's going to mess it up (laughs) so i'm still learning i'm only in week two so but i'm learning a lot really quickly i work with really great people who are making do with uh you know kind of they're making lemonade out of a box full of things that don't contain lemons so (laughs) and and paul we've got to figure out that extra even if Joe records a couple minutes of thoughts per week. We, we have to figure out a way that we can help Paul. I'm Joe out with this, Paul. Yeah. Do real wrestling updates. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling updates or the people man. at the Ohio and never care about uh, professional wrestling. Well, there are I'm... big changes happening. There's a lot of new okay. faces who have left the WWE and who are now part of the new wrestling company known as AEW. Uh, And so it's becoming much more of a competition between the two because it's a lot of people who used to be the stars of WWE who were big fan favorites that they've all let go because they had big contracts or whatever else. And so there's a lot of people jumping ship, including a couple people who've been out of wrestling for a number number of years. Uh, CM Punk being the primary person who just recently showed up there. But yeah, a lot of people who had been the... You know, tentpole people for the WWE are now on the other side with AEW. Here's my challenge for you. Like, we're starting to do behind the steel curtain. Entertain us with this show. You know what I mean? Well, because the Steelers, you're not not breaking down the Steelers' action. I will be entertaining. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, let's let's what do you call it? Let's um, let's um, yeah, let's design this, Paul. We can help Joe out. This would be good. Mm. Um, and Paul, I'm I'm looking at your YouTube pages as Paul. You're you're probably gonna have to show us how to do a YouTube channel that'll attract millions of su- subscribers because you've got your one that you talk about your sermons, and uh, Joe, very exciting news. Paul's bookshelf is back active with a new video that I saw that came out yesterday. What's going on there, Paul? Finally. Yeah, I just, it's been a while, so I want, I was uh, kind of inundated with some reading for my fall classes, but I was able to get a, I usually just talk about fiction there. Uh, so I read The Running Man by Stephen King, uh, talked about that for a second. It's a shorter video than usual. Uh, read The Great Gatsby. And uh, a brand new book, which was actually phenomenal, called The Last House on Needless Street. So I give a little plug for that one as well. So, Yeah, and if you didn't know, Paul's a pastor, and we run some of his sermons uh, as we can on the Ohioan 
So, man, you can catch Paul's sermons as well. Not just on our site, but on his YouTube page. It's very good. And um, you mentioned this earlier. I've got double-digit followers. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Which is more than I've got, so it's good. And then um, you mentioned this before. Um, you know, you've been very careful around COVID. and But as we know, it happens. You know, I mean, you can be vaccinated, but it could still happen to you. How are you doing? Are you feeling all right? Uh, it's day nine. Uh, today's symptom of the day has been an absolutely skull-crushing headache, um, but it's it's doing okay right now. Uh, so we'll see if what tomorrow's symptom is. Hopefully nothing. That would be my ideal. But, yeah, kind of irritating. I mean, fully vaxxed, but still got it. Um, clearly would have been far worse uh, if I hadn't, so... Yeah, it's not fun. Don't recommend. Okay. Yeah. Zero stars. Yeah, yeah. Give, <laughs> if you're out there, get vaccinated. Wear your mask. I mean, it's not even political. Vaccinate thing. your mask. Like, do yeah. everything. Yeah, I know it's gotten so political. It's not even political anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here watching the game. Yeah, Buccaneers actually won. They uh, kicked the field goal, win the game. Hey, I we could watch this game, and they're having the game with fans in the stands because people have been vaccinated, and people are. Yeah, I I'm not sure if they're wearing. Well, it's Florida, so who knows if they're wearing masks or not in the fans? <laughs> Probably not. But hey, you know, okay, I shouldn't cite Florida as a great example. I'm like, <laughs> be careful with COVID because Florida. Oh, oh oops, oh, that's not good. But what I'm saying is. <laughs> We can have a better chance of, of living some of a normal winter if we just be careful out there. So be careful out there. We got a football season, and all of our guys won't get COVID. So it'll be good. So stay careful out there. All right. Anything else we want? <laughs> any, any other crazy subjects I can bring up, I'll get everyone mad. Uh, so it'll be good. All right. Well, thanks for <laughs> checking us all out. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next week and thanks for checking out to Highwind and be sure to check out BehindTheSealCurtain.com for all your fun news about the Steelers and us making fun Buffalo. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.